Welcome back to the ALG podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It is so good to see you guys again when you're listening to this. It'll be Friday afternoon, so happy Friday. We are ready for the weekend. Today, we are joined by an extremely special guest. You may have heard me on his podcast recently, the WW Bro Podcast. Our special guest today is Anthony Domenico, Anthony, how are you today, my brother? What's going on, guys? How we doing? Good, good, good. And as I, always, I gotta, I gotta put it out there because, because I think it's important to know, I am fighting a mean desire for a pizza right now. It's got me like straight up. So, so your boy, this, this, this call, this conversation is gonna give me some motivation <laughs> not to call Domino's after this. And of course, my man sitting beside me, the one irking for a slice of pizza, is my homie, my man, Fit underscore D Rock, otherwise known by the public as David Roden. So, welcome, welcome to the podcast, Anthony. It is a huge pleasure to have you on today. Um, you know, when I was on your podcast last week, um, I knew right off the bat, just based on our convo, that we are a lot alike. We come from very similar backgrounds, and I just thought it was a no-brainer to have you on here. So. You know, I oh, call I the shots, it. so here we are. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you having me on. Of course, man. Of course. So let's dive right into it. Okay. Um, we're not going to hold anything back. Uh, first things first, Anthony, why don't you tell everybody at home who do not know who you are, what your starting weight was, and how much you've lost, and yeah. Okay. I, I, I started uh, Weight Watchers about a little over three years ago. Uh, actually, May 1st, 2017 is when I walked back in. And my starting weight was 583. And I've lost uh, 200 pounds uh, since then. It's been uh, quite the ride. Mink. Let's go. 200 pounds on Weight Watchers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some weeks are better than others. And some, yeah. you know, it's, it's been slow since I actually hit around 200. Um, I've had injuries and just the scale stopped moving. But, you know, I continue to lose inches. Uh, like from last year to this year, I'm not down a significant amount of weight, but I'm down eight pant sizes. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm doing something. Oh, wow. right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I isn't listen. that fascinating? There's there's outside of scale wins. Yeah. Well, yeah. Non-scale victories. Non-scale goals, victories. I think. Yeah, I think those are sometimes more important than the on-scale victories. So I think that's awesome. A lot of people get mad uh, when they're not losing weight and they're only losing inches. But to be honest with you, man, I mean, I rather go down a couple of jean sizes, a couple of shirt sizes, than for really a number to change. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I always do the checklist, you know, and, and I'm very honest about uh, what, what I'm doing that week, you know, right. whether it's good or bad, but I do the checklist, you know, did I do everything possible to lose weight that week? Did right. I exercise? Did I eat right? Um, did I make the right decisions? Did I get enough sleep? And you, you go down that checklist, and if you hit most of those checks, you had a good week. Yeah, I agree. A number on a, on a box is not going to tell you if you had a good week or not. That's how I look at it. Exactly. Amen to that. I totally 100% agree with that. Um, so you did it through Weight Watchers. Uh, so a lot of people that listen to this podcast will be extremely surprised to know that I even let you in the building because you did it with Weight Watchers and I can't stand Weight Watchers. And why do I not like Weight Watchers, Anthony? I will tell you why, even though you didn't ask. Um, I like many of us, especially I, and I feel that it's this because for a lot of kids that grew up in an Italian background, eventually when it's time to lose weight, the first thing that'll come up in conversation is, ah, just make him go on Weight Watchers. Yeah, you know, he'll still be able to eat what he wants, you know, he'll be all right. It's not a real diet, it's Weight Watchers. Everyone does Weight Watchers. So when I started doing Weight Watchers, and I feel like maybe, and we had this conversation on your podcast, so yeah. it, it was probably the same for you. You weren't when as hateful, I, but I mean, it's, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I started Weight Watchers, 
it was way before the dawn of technology. There was no cell phones. There was, there was none of that stuff. I was the youngest person in my Weight Watchers group. I was like 12 years old. I had the little slider to find the, uh, to find the, 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 the points. I had the going out book. I had the Wendy's book, the McDonald's book. It was great. I was loving life. I could eat whatever I wanted, points, whatever. Yeah. So my whole argument with, and you can battle me with this, is that the reason why I feel like Weight Watchers is not sustainable to someone who is starting at a morbidly obese standpoint is because Weight Watchers doesn't do a good job, in my opinion, of making someone actually learn why you eat the way you eat, what nutrition is. See, and there's that face. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> this, is, this is exactly why you're on the show today. Um, but to, this, the reason why I respect the way that you do it, and by the way, I respect everyone who loses weight. Yeah. I respect everyone who actually goes out tries to change their life. I respect all that. So if, you, you know, if you're doing the great food diet and it's working for you and it's sustainable, then God bless you. I hope that you have a great time doing it. But my argument with Weight Watchers is that if you're starting from a morbidly obese standpoint, you have mm-hmm. never worked out, you've never done a diet a day in your life, Weight Watchers does not do a very good job, in my opinion, of teaching you why you should eat a certain way, what the calorie content is of foods. What is a point? A point doesn't mean anything to me. A point is a made up number that someone in an office made up, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that's always been my argument. Like, for example, I follow, I follow a bunch of Weight Watchers people. Now, yeah. my stepmom is on Weight Watchers. And someone that is very important to her that she follows, you know, checked out her breakfast. She listed her breakfast. It was like, I think, a nine-point breakfast, let's just say. When you broke down the calories, it was over 1,300, it was over 1,300 calories. Yeah, I mean, I'll... I'll, I'll... I'll say that there's, there's, listen, there's flaws in anything you do. And right. ultimately, it comes down to the individual right. taking responsibility and wanting to eat healthier and be healthier. And there's ways, and no matter what you're doing, there's always ways to beat the system and just and be on it. But you know what it did for me, uh, walking in the door at 583 pounds? And I've done Weight Watchers a billion times in the past. Um, what it did for me right off the bat, it gave me structure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't so... At that point where I was getting to where I am now and how I look at nutrition, that wasn't, that was too overwhelming. I needed to just, let's cut these portions. Let's get a handle on this. And for me, that support system is there. um, And that structure is there that you have to now track everything you're eating. And for me at 583, who wasn't moving, who could barely walk, could, you know, who wasn't doing any activity, that, Right away, it just it helped, and it, it weight started coming off, and then it gets you to the point where, and it's a different program now than you're probably used to. Of and course, it's more, yeah. it's more of a well wellness program, right? And then they're trying to get, I guess, get away from just weight loss to try to get away to now overall wellness, and it does deal with a lot of the mental aspects of why you go to food, and that's what I needed to change more than anything because I, sure. I could I could follow a program, anybody could follow a program. You could just right. do this for a certain amount of time, and it just but if you don't change what's upstairs, that is going to be the issue because you're going to keep going back to those old habits. Of course. And <clears throat> I thank Weight Watchers, you know, and I'll always be loyal to them for, for giving me that change of my mindset. Right. Um, because it now enables me that when things do get tough with weight loss and things, the scale's not moving, it, it allows me to adapt and change and move forward instead of just getting down on myself and quitting. I, yeah, you want, I got that. That's awesome. You want to hear something funny. This This is something that, John, I know is going to be interesting because I don't think you've actually ever known this. What's that? So I'm, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent off of what you were saying there too, because 
you would be surprised. Do you know how I lost my first 100 pounds? I'm going to say it was probably from Weight Watchers. Nope. Oh, okay. Pretty what? darn close. Actually, worse if depending on you either have a love or hate relationship with one of them. South Beach? Say. South nope. Beach? Worse. Atkins. Nope. Atkins? Worse. Jenny Craig. Nope. Worse. All right. Who the fuck? How did you do it? Like, what else did you do? Yeah, I, 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 I just named everything. I was in a network marketing company that had a protein shake system. Oh, you, were, you did Herbalife? It, it wasn't Herbalife. It was a company called Vima. Oh, and Vima. yeah, Vima Verve, the energy drink. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah, that, yeah. that's where my start came from. Now they're- Damn, they're you got scammed? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 100%. But their, their structure side And they made them work from too. Is yeah, exactly, it, right? They didn't work. <laughs> they, scammed, they scammed me, man. Uh, that was the biggest thing for me is it, the, the group gave me mental structure to learning how the mind worked. And then it was, the, the program was carb cycling. Yeah. That was their program. Um, but it's fascinating. Like same similar situation to you. It's like, I learned a lot from this. It's not everything. It's like weight watchers and everything. Keto isn't everything, but it gets you in a structured momentum to get you moving forward. And then you can start to start to swim through what is going to be sustainable for the goal set that I'm looking for in this area of life compared to where I was a year ago. Um, but yeah, most people do not know my first hundred pounds of my weight loss. I was in a, in that, a network marketing company. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, David, n- knowing what I know of you now, that doesn't surprise me one bit, actually <laughs> at all. That doesn't surprise me one hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm still friends with the, the, the owner BK. He's a great guy. That's awesome. So <laughs> Anthony, back to you. Um, before we talk about your first, you know, encounter with Weight Watchers, I really, mm-hmm. I want to dive into more of your history, you know, uh, Growing up, were, were you always, you know, that fat, funny Italian kid like me? Were you more, were you uh, a skinny kid, you know, and you gained weight later on in life? Yeah, I know you gave me that look. Listen, because I'm just, the people don't know. I, you know, we're, we're like, we have Jedi mind tricks. You know, Italians, we just, we can read each other. It's yeah. Different. No, I was never, I was never skinny. Um, yeah. I was skinny I was until ha- I was 21 and then I gained 250 <laughs> pounds in a week. Yeah. I mean, basically that's what it was. It's, it's 21st birthday, it all came back. I, 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 Met a genie when I was a kid, and I was like, "Listen, I want to be skinny, but it's only until 21. Then yeah. 300 pounds is gonna end on you that day." I'm like, oh, "Okay, well, I'll take it." M- most no. of us Italians were skinny actually until we were 21 because no one had the balls to tell us that we were too fat in our family. Yeah, I mean, I I thought I was skinny. Uh, I, I thought no, I wasn't. I was never skinny. I was never a skinny kid, and I didn't eat horrible. I didn't eat horrible. I always yeah. had an unhealthy relationship with food, but like you know, when you're a kid, your mother kind of controls what what you eat and stuff. But I always found ways to sneak and stuff like that. Right. Um, my weight started getting really out of control when I was a teenager and we were on, you know, going out to eat for lunch and it was fast food every day. And, and once I got my own car, like we go hang out at night, you know, you'd eat dinner and then you go out again, you eat again. It's, right. that's where really I started to, to get off the rails a lot was, was later on when I was able to go out and get my own food. Mm-hmm. Right. But I grew up, you know, in a regular uh, household. Um, my grandmother was the, like a typical old school Italian grandmother that food fixed everything. Yep. Um, my mom was kind of like more new school where she did every, she did, she did everything for us, but like she did, she wanted me to watch what I was eating and, and not like, you know, get a handle on it then. But you know, I just it never happened. Right, 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 right. So when did you yourself kind of have that conversation with Anthony and been like, Hey, bud, like it's a little out of control now. Um, I was 
23, the first time I was an adult, I, I joined Weight Watchers. I, I went on a cruise, and it was kind of like when I got back, I felt horrible. Like, yeah. it was just, you know, I, I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling great really up to Wait, that point. The, the cruise, the, it was a Weight Watchers cruise, or you just went on a cruise and you felt bad out of you? No, it was a regular cruise. There was, okay, I got There's no Weight Watcher cruises yet. How, um, I was like, wait, I'm is a Weight Watchers so cruise? When I was 23, this was a long time ago. Um, okay. So, it was, uh, you know, Things were difficult, like, you know, getting around and stuff like that. And um, and what was your weight like at 23? I was 408 when I went back to Weight Watchers the first time, at that time. Okay. And um, it was just like, you know, I was 23, and I'd started not to be able to get around as good as I was. You know, that's the thing, too. When you're younger, your body just moves better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it can adapt to that extra weight better than it can when you're, you know, when, when you're, uh, you know, you're older. I'm going to be 41 Friday, so... Happy birthday. Um, thank you. Uh, things like, you know, as I got into my 30s and, and now up into my 40s, it, things don't move the way they used to. Right. Um, so I got back from the cruise and I put on, I, I guarantee I put on at least 20 pounds on that cruise. I mean, it's just oh, yeah. eating and drinking alone. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll join. And I didn't know really what it, what it was going to be at that point because the last time I was on Weight Watchers, I was a kid. Like I did right. like for a little bit when I was a kid, but then I didn't know what the program was now and the whole point system. And I just hit the ground running with it. I lost 150 pounds in a year and a half. Uh, hey. about, oh, two years. I lost 150 pounds. But I never changed my mindset. And then once things started to, like, I, I got bored and complacent. And I started to slide. And it was just a whole backslide until basically I lost then. Another time I was successful was a year before my brother's wedding um, in 2011. 2012, I lost 110 pounds put that back on plus everything else. And that's where it got me to when I started again, really. Wow. That's, that's fascinating to me. Cause like, it was like the, it's like the last call we were just, we were just having the podcast recording where the whole white knuckle, like that, I think that's what happens with most people is they just, they think that white knuckling weight losses works. And right. For the vast majority, are there some people that can do it? Sure. But the vast majority of people, um, that's why like keto, keto especially, because you can white knuckle keto so well to lose a bunch of weight relatively quickly, but it doesn't sustain because they're not focusing on why they did what they did. Mm -hmm. Why is food such an issue for them? What are, what is a better coping mechanism? Stuff like this to actually affect your mental change. Um, You just get caught in a white knuckling. And that, that's what I call it, at least. It's just like yeah, you well, just focus on a plan, you just hammer it until you get to the goal, and then you get off the and then you're just off the rails again. That's a diet. That's like mm-hmm. you know that's right. What that, and that's what I was on. I mean, I was always on diets, and I had to stop that because that's the I needed something. And I'm okay. Like you know what it was? I was never okay with being on something for the rest of my life. That was always mm-hmm. I was gonna get to a point. I'm done. And this time around, I'm okay with doing what I'm doing forever. It's it is what it is. That's, you know, everybody's got their different thing that, you know, that is their cross to bear in life. And this is mine. I mean, right. and I'd rather have maybe sometimes this and other things that, you know, demons that people have, but you have to work at it. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with doing this forever. As long as I keep getting healthier and, and stronger, that that's, that's the most important thing to me. So you're 23 years old. You walk into your first Weight Watchers yeah. meeting. What is that like? Um, it's pretty interesting. I was, it was my mom, my brother went to, we all went together. And you all joined together or they were just there for yeah. emotional support? Okay. My, mom, my mom was going already. And she okay. was like, come to our work, come to my meeting. The leader's awesome. 
And he guy was the guy Ron. He was like a, it was like a he put on like a Broadway show on it every week. He would like sing and dance, and uh, <laughs> it was it was fun. He was it was made it very interesting. And I didn't know what really what to expect. And when I got on the scale, I mean now thinking my last time I jumped I was five eighty three. Four weight was was tough to see at twenty three. Right. Um, and it wasn't like you know I I just started doing it and I got really a, over uh, you know obsessive compulsive about like you know tracking everything. I still I'm like that today. And for a year and a half, for two years, that's all it was. And I didn't allow, you know, here's the thing. I didn't allow myself really to, to, to go. I didn't go out anymore. I didn't, I stopped drinking. I, I, I just, all my life was, was, was Weight Watchers. Right. And where it's a big part of my life now, but I still allow other things to happen where I didn't do that then. So now we're going two years later, another cruise is coming up. And also my cousin's wedding. They're about two weeks apart. And from partying on that cruise and then partying that week before the, at the, before the wedding and at the wedding, I just did not want to go back on program. Mm-hmm. And that's where things started spiraling. I, almost like it was like, you know, one start the book on yeah. the cruise and start, end the book on the cruise again. And it was in that time after that, I'm like, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, right. I like eating and drinking and going out yeah. and doing, having, being, having fun. Right, right. And now let me ask you a question today. Today you you track everything, right? You track everything that goes in your mouth. Yeah. Now even alcohol. When I drink, I'm not a I'm not a drinker. Um, that's just by choice. I don't right. like you know at like thirty, it just didn't agree with me. Right. So I just really not, I just I don't not a big drinker at all. I mean, yeah, I'll okay. have a beer here and there, but yeah, I'll track it absolutely. Okay. 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 No, I was just I was just wondering. I was yeah. literally just wondering. Um. So. You go on that cruise, you think, okay, this is the end, you know, the beginning end of chapter of the Weight Watchers. You go to the wedding, you have a time of your life. Obviously, you kind of hit rock bottom again. Is that kind of safe to say? No, no, I wouldn't say rock bottom. I just was going through the motions. Okay. I was so. tracking still, but then I was just eating whatever I want. I would sneak, like in the morning before I went to work, I would eat like four tablespoons of peanut butter just out of the jar and right. go to work. And that, that's not tracking that. And, so, and then that just escalated to more things like going to the vending machine and, and all this other stuff. And, well, you kid yourself, oh, I could have this and I'll just right. track it and blah, blah, blah. And then, exactly. Um, the rock bottom came when I joined this time. That was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, what I, led you, what led you to that? Um, for, for a while, it was getting harder to walk around and do things and move and keep my breath. And I, I'm a comedian as well. So on stage, it was getting hard to even do 25 minutes standing. Right. My knees and my back would be burning. I'd be out of breath. I, I would lose like my breath to tell a, my punchline to jokes. Uh, and then I got to a point where it was just, I was very sedentary. It was, I didn't move unless I had to. Absolutely had to. Absolutely. You know, just go to the bathroom or to or good food or something to drink or anything like that. Otherwise it was just, I would sit. Yeah. And one night I ordered like this huge Chinese takeout dinner, like $30 worth of Chinese food. Uh, and I got that full feeling from when I was finished, like what was in my throat. Yeah. And I, and I felt like I couldn't breathe. And I didn't feel like I was having a heart attack or anything like that, but I just started thinking like, is this how they're going to find me? Like, you know, like, half-eaten lo mein next to me and be like mama cast with the sandwich i'm gonna be like they're gonna find me with food next to me (laughs) and i was just like i don't want to do this anymore i I really don't want to do this anymore and you know and everybody always tried to have talks with me about like you know losing weight and they brought up a lot of different things and i got into the point where 
I had two choices. I could do this on my own. I could do it, or I would have to have the weight loss surgery because right. I, I didn't feel like I was going to see 40 at this point. Now I was about 37 at this point when I'm, when I'm joining now. Right. And to be honest, the, the surgery scared me. It still scares me to this day. Like mm -hmm. I just don't, you know, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from, you know, I'm not gonna be as hateful as you are about. <laughs> my <program>. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, he just stabbed you in the kidney. You know, right my, there. my dad, my dad works in, my dad works in the medical industry and he's seen a lot of people come in with some side what does effects. He do? He's a, he does x-rays and MRIs and CAT scans and he okay. scanned a lot of people that are having internal issues and, or just, you know, cause again, it's like anything else. You still have to take care of yourself. It's not right. a magic fix. Like you don't go in and get surgery and okay, I'm going to be thin now. Let's do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I just always, it's the thought of somebody cutting into my stomach and doing things and it sold me back up. I just, I didn't want it. And plus I, I dated a girl, um, like 2014, she had the lap band. So I okay. met her like after she lost like 120 pounds and she still, it was still like uncomfortable, mm -hmm. like to get food down or something like that. Like somebody at a restaurant, she'd be like yeah. moving around. Like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm trying to get the food down. I'm like, oh, okay. That's, <laughs> I never want to do. <laughs> uh, are you serious? She do a little like little pee pee like, dance in the seat. In the chair, like just moving like, <laughs> Sometimes like this, and I'm like, because the food would get like stuck, and you have like, I guess, moving around. I don't know. That's crazy. All right, I never heard of that. So yeah, so uh, surgery was always the last thing I wanted to do, but I, I it kind of motivated me to to get my act together and really right. tackle it head on. Right. And you know, I would also in the past I would join and then be frustrated every time I saw that I went up from like you know where I was. I'm like, right. oh, I'm even further behind, further behind. But I'll tell you the truth, like even even going joining that night, I have to having those talks with myself and to really, you know, all that. I still was skeptical because of like how I've done this so many times. What's going to be different now? When I when I saw that number, my book, 583 pounds, 17 pounds away from 600. That was really the eye opener and, and the kind of the rude awakening I needed. Um, because that's that show, my 600 pound life. And I watch that show sometimes and I relate to a lot of the things that people go through. Well, that's that's a scary. I mean, I for some reason five being in the five hundreds didn't scare me, but like that close to six hundred, like six hundred. That's a, yeah. You know, Andre the Giant was over five hundred pounds. That's how I used right. to wrestle. That, wrestle me too. My head like <laughs> it was like you know he's I used seven four, but like you know, and I'm five eight, but still like it's still like a number that you it's like the same thing. Yeah, people no, are I used in to do the same thing on TV. Yeah, then six hundred pounds. That's Yokozuna territory. That's scary. Exactly. Yokozuna came up two shows in a row, by the way. Literally. It's great. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, two shows in a row. It's fantastic. I'm keeping track. I tell you what, that was very similar to me, though, to be honest, because when I was a – I had made – my dad's a cardiologist. He's a heart doctor. Um, he just retired. But I had made a deal with them that if I didn't lose a significant amount of weight by graduation of college, that I would get gastric bypass. Yeah. And I was like – no, like, but mine was pet. My reason was petty, to be honest. One of the main reasons for me was if I want to eat an entire pizza, I want to still be able to eat an entire pizza. That was the thing with me too. Like I want to be able to. I just want to live my life. And I want to live my life. I don't want. I like like that. That was for me where I was like, I don't want that whole that situation to be a part of me. So that that yeah. that played a huge role for me. No, I agree. I mean, listen. Before I had to ever get. Uh, gastric sleeve surgery. I was one of the main people that would always say, no, I just didn't want to do it. I wanted to, you know, leave this earth the same way God, you know, sent me in. 
I wanted to be able to enjoy pizza the same way I did my whole entire life. But at the end of the day, you know, I had to realize you're not supposed to enjoy pizza as much as you were fucking enjoying pizza, you fat fuck. <laughs> and and plus you had a different I mean, from what we talked about on yeah. our part, you had a different situation. I mean, that's oh yeah. Yeah, way you, different. You, you tried the other, you know, you you did, and then I got to a right. point where it was like medical and medical okay, listen. And who knows if I, you know, would have went or something would have happened, that's probably what they would have made me do. Like, what if I yeah. if I had an issue like that too? So right. I mean, you did try, it's almost like you tried every option there was. Of course. Now then, for, like, you know, for for the whole argument, because I know Anthony's a little mad at me that I bash Weight Watchers as hard as I did. Um, I'm dying. When, I know, I know. When I when I did eight, when I did Weight Watchers, I lost uh, a little bit over eighty pounds, which was incredible for me. I was like fifteen years old, you know. I thought it was amazing. I could kind of see the head of my cock again. It was fantastic. And then the it all went thing. backwards. Yeah, and then it all went backwards, and I gained all the weight back. But when I did Weight Watchers, it was one program. Now they split it up into three programs. So what program are you on? Right now I'm on green. I've done all three. I've I've been on all three, but I, okay. I'm on I'm on green right now. So green is the one where it's it's less zero point foods, right? Correct, and more things have a point. And I like that because of the yeah. structure. Again, I'm a big structure, and this it's also the closest thing to probably the program you were on. Um, right. when it was like uh, flex fit. Yeah. Program, I don't know, Whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but. Like blue was the program it was before they made the change, and then purple is more carb heavy. Okay. Uh, like um, whole grains are zero points. Whole pasta zero points. See that disturbs me. Yeah, that's 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 kind of crazy actually. And that's it the is one that hurts potatoes are zero points. Yeah, that's that's weird. It helped me. For, it helped me for a small period. Um, okay. When when the whole quarantine thing happened, um, my company we were home for two weeks, and not because we're we're considered essential business but in a moron i work with thought he was exposed to covid and walked into the building so we had a quarantine oh. <laughs> <Very> um <laughs> is the same moron that went on a trip recently to north carolina even though it was on the list of that oh. if you go there you have to come back and quarantine for 14 days and he oh, wanted good. to go back to work that monday but again same moron <laughs> but <laughs> i digress uh unless your name's cuomo then he can get away with it yeah, yeah. and then you're an essential worker um then you're essential worker so well, I forget what I was saying. Oh, we, we were quarantined and I found myself, and I was on green at that point. Right. Just eating snacks, not bad snacks. I was grabbing like fruit and like almonds, but like I was just filling my day with every time I went to the, the kitchen while I was working, I grabbed something. Right. And I started to gain weight on um, when I was home. So I'm like, you know what? Let me go crazy and go to purple. That's where there's, there's like the least amount of points. Um, I, I'll, and I, I was always religious with, counting everything, even zero point foods, I always weigh and measure and track uh, because I just like to see like portion sizes. If something's too big, I'll take away. So I wasn't scared about the whole carb thing. And what, what it did was it gave me less points and I snacked less. So right away I lost like eight pounds in like three weeks. Okay. So That's it worked cool. for me. It worked for me. And then, but then I had to watch, I think I had to watch the carbs because the carbs started sneaking in a little more. And it wasn't that I was overeating the carbs. I was eating too many carbs. Right. And like where I'm at now is I try to have, if I have a potato, it's in the morning. I have it with my breakfast. Okay. Try not to have it past a certain time. I haven't actually had pasta in a, in a while. Um, not just, I just haven't, my dinners now are just re, uh, protein and vegetable. Okay. I'm Very trying nice. to just play around with things that if I have something, it's, it's before my, my, my dinner. So, uh, Cheap. and Cheap little plug. Uh, uh, I am doing a giveaway right now with Bentilla Pasta. You should oh, definitely give it check away. them out. No, 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 no not, not for the podcast. 
No, no, no. Not for the, oh, hey, listen, I, relax. Oh, funny I guy. Hold on. I thought <laughs> I got like a thing for doing the podcast. Where's oh, no, like no, my no. basket? Like you go no, on a show. No, 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 Where's no, my no, basket? Okay. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't hate Scott Singer, okay? I'm, I'm trying to just tell you that there is a red lentil pasta that I think that you would really fucking enjoy, okay? My dad. Never again. You know what's crazy, though, with that whole bit is the fact that <laughs> – when when John gets his uh, giveaway of that uh, that what was the name of the pasta again? Bentilla. Bentilla. The yeah. same day, you, the brain's fascinating to me of how like it focuses on things differently. Um, and the, the day you you had that, and I I tagged and did my did my spiel. Um, I was on my Snapchat, and some girl took a picture of it and had it on hers, and she was eating it really? that day. I was like. What? That's crazy because I, I really yeah. do feel like sometimes I'm the only person who actually eats this product. So what, it's I actually fantastic. saw the uh, uh, that post, but what's actually what's is it like low carb or something? Is so like, it's made of one ingredient. It's just it's just red lentils. So they have a red lentil, a green lentil, and then they have one. I believe it's made of um, some sort of pepper. Yeah, it's I gotta it's look just, it it's up. just more co- complex pepper carb pasta? based. Yeah, I don't mm. know, but listen, the red lentil one is slamming, and it comes out al dente, okay. like it, it it eats like real pasta. So if you're looking for a little, how you doing? You want a little, you want Maybe a little, I'll do a little. Uh, yeah, you know. All right. I, I had some right before I got on here, okay? It's Sunday. Look at you. I had. It's Sunday. I made turkey burgers. Did you? Ooh. I like turkey burgers. With fancy sauce. Ooh. Oh, fancy. I seen that. Sorry, guys. We totally just so went off on a it's tangent. From, uh, how it's is from it? Old, it's from old school. Okay. You ever see the movie Old School? Uh, old oh, school. yeah. Uh, no, Step Brothers. You ever see the movie Step Brothers? Oh, no, because there, there's, a, there's a sauce brand that's called, like, well, Mr. I don't know, Gourmet ketchup, eats it. Ketchup and mayonnaise is, fancy, yeah. is what they call fancy sauce. I make it with uh, non-fat Greek yogurt and, and organic ketchup. Wow. That's good to me. Interesting. Okay. That sounds good. Okay, okay. anyway. <laughs> anyway, so... So you, you, you do the purple program. You're on the yeah. purple people. He brought up food. He brought up the pastas, and that's where we get all, all yeah. on a tangent. Yeah. We go off on the, ra- yeah. on the rails with Oh, that. my gosh. So, so listen. Let's talk about chocolate cake, people. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay, so all you fatties out there, Ray, we're going to talk about chocolate cake for the next five minutes. <laughs> and we're back. Ever seen. <laughs> all right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> um, deep in that thick ice. Wow. Wow. <laughs> ice wow. cream cake. Wow, this is crazy! Wow. All, right, all right. So you said before you, you 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 try you try to eat, you try to eat carbs uh, before a certain time period, you know, time now of I the do. day. Yeah, now yeah, I do. And you you mentioned before um, that the carbs are starting to sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. Now I could totally be crazy. Sometimes I definitely do think that I'm absolutely out of my mind. But I feel like individuals like you and I, our bodies react different to carbs because mm-hmm. our whole life was carbs. You know what I mean? Like it's could constantly be. pasta, pizza. Bread, yeah. um, I mean, you know, cakes, bagels. I mean, yeah, we, bagels. I, I mean, I, I mean, every Sunday was was I probably ate, I ate three ba- at least three bagels every Sunday. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. for two for breakfast and then one at night before watching TV. Yes, um, with a little butter and cheese on it, fantastic. Yeah. Out of the toaster, fantastic. Oh, I like chicken salad on a toasted bagel. To me, mm. it's, still, it's still the greatest thing ever. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I think as I get older too my body's reacting differently to carbs and I don't lose weight as fast as I used to. When I, when I first joined back in the day, I lost very quickly. Right. I don't, I'm not losing weight like that. And you know, if, if the, all these changes I've recently made, if they don't work, I'm gonna have to go get blood work up, you know, uh, maybe yep. a thyroid issue or something. Um, but maybe I, I think it was, it comes down to calories and calories out. And the person right. who kind of turned me on to what I'm doing now, she 
lost half her weight on Weight Watchers and then added the whole, when I'm, I'm, I've added now counting my uh, macros and calories and, and kind of using that as well. And then she hit goal after that. Now I, I'm down 200 pounds. Ideally, I'd like to lose around another 200 pounds. That's, okay. you know, that's really the, the goal here. I mean, my, my, I always say my goal is I want to be 199.9. Just, I want to be, for, even for a day, I just want to be under mm-hmm. 200 freaking yeah. pounds. As I, last time I was 200 pounds, I was, I was a seventh grade wrestling team. I got weighed and I was 200 pounds. I'm like, oh, that's why See, I, obviously it was the summer before then, or, you know, that's cool. That's cool. I think for me, it was Christmas in 95. I was under 200 pounds and I was like two years old, but that's a whole story <laughs> for another day, you know? But that's, you know, and I'm realistic. I'll probably never, it's probably my body shaped. I'll probably never be down to. to well, I was about that. to say just excess skin alone. Like you're going to have a really hard time with over one under 200 just because I mean, my two excess skin removal surgeries after losing 180, um, it cut off 16 pounds of skin, 15 yeah. pounds of skin. Well, you had two surgeries. Yeah. Two. What would you have? So I, so uh, my plastic surgeon wanted to split up chest and then waist hips. So I had waist hips and butt first, which waist hips and butt was brutal. Like full circumferential scar line, everything. It was brutal. Um, and then the chest, just the man boobies, that was easy. Yeah, um, you didn't get your arms done, right? No, I didn't need to get my arms done. Yeah, see, I'm going to have yeah. to get these. I got a little bat wing, done. but I, I mean, when you when you got pythons like mine, you well, just build back relax, out, man. Relax, bro. Anyway, but um, no, yeah, like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to have that. Definitely have it. I mean, I see it now. It's I'm, yeah. just, I'm getting very sick. Well, I'm like, I'm that's what I was gonna ask you. Is that is that something that you see on your horizon that you um, want to get done? Yeah, absolutely, right. Yeah, billion percent. I want that done because yeah. I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable now with it that it that you know what's happening. Um, right. and I have it on my arms. I have it on my you know my chest yeah. and my stomach. Of course, and. I, it's it's uncomfortable and it's yeah. you know especially we, we all think when we're gonna lose weight we'll just lose weight and we'll look yeah right we'll like, look Lee, like to look. yeah liam yeah. hemsworth like overnight yeah that's how right works. like from mid chest up I, i'm okay mm-hmm. like yeah. i look like this definition is like a cut, I have some cuts in me and everything but like yeah. melt the candle the rest of the way down and yep. uh yeah i definitely want that done at least that i mean and my arms definitely my arms my stomach and my chest area I'm not going to get my, my butt done because I don't have one. I, I like See, I don't, I don't have one either. I have what I like to call a flat back. It's just yeah. straight back. I have, all the I have way through. so fast. It goes like, yeah. Man. Bro, oh. <laughs> you don't understand. Like, I have a shelf for an ass. It now, is when you say ridiculous. a shelf, you mean that you could put things on it. I could literally, shelf. like, right See, now, I, I could put a quarter on this bad boy. I say quarter like you guys say quarter because I just <laughs> felt like saying quarter like that. And uh, where are you from? Are you from Boston? That's what you said, like, from Boston. That's <laughs> nah, he's from, he's from freaking I'm Michigan. I'm from Michigan. Oh, like, quarter. Quarter. <laughs> I was trying to sound like I was on the East Coast somewhere. So, like, yeah, Star market robbing quarters. <laughs> but, um, I mean, my, my go to, so I had this, uh, it was right after my first excess skin removal surgery. It was waist, hips, and butt. Actually, no, was it? It wasn't right after, but it was. It was after, and because there's a whole nurse tangent. So it was. A, it was the summer after, but I w- We were at uh, Cedar Point for uh, a buddy's birthday, doing the gro- doing all the the rides and everything. Hot as balls. It was like 95 in humidity. I was wearing like a cutoff and and short and basketball shorts, and I probably stank something awful. <laughs> And, fat man stank. Oh, fat man stank through and through. And I had a girl behind me on the stairwell, like this, like one, two steps down. And so her, she's straight at ass height. Like her face is looking at my, my booty. 
and she taps me on the back and I'm like, here we go. She's, she's about to say I stank and turn around or something. I was just, I was, I was, I was ready for it. She looks at me. She goes, I got to tell you. I'm like, Oh God, here we go. You have the greatest ass on a guy I've ever seen. <laughs> and I look at her and I go, yeah, I had, I had the two surgeries every girl wants a boob job and a butt lift. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all jokes aside, they do say when you when you lose like over two hundred pounds, you'll need a minimum of three excess skin removal surgeries. Oh, mm -hmm. awesome! Yeah, yeah. Well, it, so, yeah, I, mean, I only needed two because I, I didn't need arms. Arms or What's legs. That? I have that yeah. to look forward to. I have yeah. I, my arms. Yeah, I'm actually. That's why I'm. I have tattoos now. I'm waiting. I want to get sleeved after I have the surgeries done. That's, that's probably my idea. idea too. Cause like, yeah. so I've had, I've had just the abdominoplasty right now. Next yeah. up, I'm gonna have my chest and arms done together. And then I'll probably have my thighs and my ass done together after that, depending on what's going on. But yeah, I mean, that's just the name of the game. You know, you don't put five pounds of shit in a two pound bag and then take it out. The bag's not still big. So that's just how you yeah. know the world is. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, 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 guys, guys, if you just go on, it works this little, 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 yeah. little bat, like the, the plastic wrap. It yeah. get rid get rid. I had a woman had the yeah. audacity. Saran wrapped me like a fucking chicken. Color. Bro, I had the I had a woman have the audacity that after my two excess skin removal surgeries a couple of years ago, she's she mess she's messaged me and goes, you know, you you really didn't need to have excess skin removal surgery if you just went on the wraps. And I'm like, bitch. I'm gonna <laughs> I mean, no, I mean it's just it's you you think about it, like you said it says you don't. Right. Yeah. And it's just, put more in it than it, this is going to be excess. Exactly. The only thing that I wish is I just wish, and maybe it'll come around because the, the data is looking pretty good. My science brain. Um, I wish insurance paid for it. They won't. But the one thing is they the, the relapse, to. the relapse rate is less after someone has excess skin removal surgery. Obviously. Yes. So you would think they'd be like, all right, you know what? For the surgery. I what was that? It was, it does, well, all right. Not to get off on a huge political tangent or anything like that, but the, the name of the game is, uh, about so when I when I had to go for my consultation for for skin removal surgery, I tried my goddamn hardest to get a cover just just the abdominoplasty covered by insurance. Yeah, I had doctors true. writing notes to the insurance company that I had rashes, that I smelt, that I had welts, that I had cuts, whatever. They didn't want to know nothing. So my plastic surgeon actually turned around to me and said, "Listen, you're about ten years too late. If you would have gotten this all done ten years ago, they would have covered everything soup yeah. to nuts." And it was after this whole Obamacare situation came into fruition and in light that all the insurance companies had to kind of take a step back. Oh yeah, and start, I mean, that's what, you know, yeah. and not, not to get political either, but you know, I in, in the workforce, my insurance went from I paid like like twenty thirty dollars a week, yeah, to I pay over a hundred and fifty dollars a week. Right, insurance, health insurance. Now, yeah, people, you know, every and that's the thing to my again, I make political, but. If they're taking from somewhere, it's yeah. someone else has got to put. And it's the same thing yeah. like we're saying with this, like that you know you put more in, so you know it's right. But yeah, that's right. the whole thing is that insurance doesn't cover anything now. I mean, mm -hmm. and my co my copays for spec. I have good insurance. My my copays is seventy bucks for special. Yeah, same, same. I pay seventy five. Yeah, uh, I think I th I think my PCP sixty bucks. Yeah, I had I had three gel shot injections in my knee, diabetes in my knee, and um. And that was like 70, 75 bucks a clip each one. And that was yeah. with, with the my insurance. Yeah. But the good That's news wrong. is if you go out to the United Kingdom, they give away uh, gastric sleeve like hotcakes and they'll give you the plastic surgery. Effort. Yeah. I'm going to have Oprah pay for mine. I'm like, or you pull yeah. an Anthony and you go to Tijuana. 
Well, yeah, there's a lot of people that do that. I would, I, I would rather do it myself. Than <laughs> Bro, we had, so one of the previous guys, Anthony, it was, it was classic. When he told me he had his gastric bypass and his, he's having his excess skin removals doing in uh, Tijuana. Of, of course, the first thing I ask him is, do you still have both your kidneys, man? Like, are they, do you still, do you still have? And he goes, why does everyone says that? But he's like, honestly, man. He goes, you're tr- you, you're treated like a king at these places. Yeah, that's what I've heard too, man. You get treated yeah. like royalty. But yeah. I don't want to take away from our Anthony, who's on right now, story. Yeah. So let's. Uh, I apologize for that tangent. No, <laughs> I, like, I like tangents. I like going off on tangents. So where did we leave off? We left off. Uh, you were right in the transition phase of like you're. I mean, you went purple, but now you started adding adding calorie counting and macro counting yeah. and the reasoning behind it. Reasoning behind it because the scale's not moving. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's and so you lost two hundred pounds. That means you're at so five seventy eight, four seventy eight, three seventy eight. You're no, at like three seventy five eighty three. I'm oh. I'm I'm a little below two hundred. I'm like at one ninety seven. Okay. Um. So I'm like three eighty five at this point. Three eighty five. Okay. And but I I fluctuate from two hundred to one ninety. I got three. I got five pound. Like it's I I'm maintaining. I'm I'm in maintenance yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah. And listen, like, you know, you, everybody's got issues with Weight Watchers. And, and I think that um, for some people, it's, it's, you get to a certain point, you have to adjust. And, 100%. And it's not, you know, because I think the program is really made for that person's got to lose like 20 to 50 pounds. Yes. Mm-hmm. And once you lose that, now you're at that range and that health, that, and you stay within your points, you're going to maintain and you're going to be at that. And that's, that's okay. They give me 72 points a day on, on green. Okay. And I, I'm going to say I've never, I've never really used all my points. unless and That's a lot in, of points to put that in perspective. For it's people. a lot that's of a points. a lot of points. Um, so I, now that I'm at a calorie counting and watching my macros and trying to stay within, you know, healthy eating ranges, I use about 30 to 35 points a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm tracking both in both apps and people are like, why don't you just stop WW? Because I like a lot of the aspect of it. I still like that yeah, the accountability, community. Yeah. the community. Um, now you is, physically go to the meetings, obviously not with COVID going on, but you go you, to the oh, meetings yeah. still? Yeah. I, I, well, now I do Zoom, the Zoom works, the workshops on Zoom now. Oh, cool. And I attend, you know, but no, when we were in, in the workshops in the studios, I was there every week. It was, okay. a, it was a must for me. I, I needed it. I, I, and if I... Let's just say like uh, it was a hot month, like those uh, Monday holidays where you're off. I would go on Sunday. I would, I would, go, I would definitely find one and go to one because I, I had to. I had to be, you know, keep myself accountable. And I also, I started this whole journey with my best friend. And, you right. know, he goes too. And it's, we keep each other accountable. And I, I need that, 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 you know, that sometimes that kick in the butt from the whole community that, you know, keep going. And that's one of the reasons why I made my journey so public to begin with. Right. Just for another another piece of accountability that I have to now answer to my my social media following, a podcast following, and it's tough. Some weeks I'm frustrated. I remember the one time I didn't want to do my podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a week I thought I was going. It was right when I was about to hit 200 pounds. It was a struggle going up to it too. 200 pound weight loss. Yeah, I was I was coming up to hitting 200 for the first time. Right, and I had like a week I thought. I was awesome. You know, I'm going to hit it this week. And I gained like 0.6 and I was just defeated. I was like, are you fucking kidding? I seriously, 
And I remember like, I was talking to my, my, my friend Tracy, who's a comedian. Um, and I was like, comedians are the best people to talk to about this stuff. Cause they, you know, it's just like one, they just, they call you on it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, I, I don't want to do my podcast tonight. He's like, we have to do it. I'm like, why? He's like, well, because she goes, I love when you go up, Anthony. I love when you gain weight. And I think everybody else does too. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Do you-? So she's like, no, seriously, I, it shows us like somebody, we watch you right. and you do like everything right. You kill yourself. And if you could still gain weight, it's okay for us to get like, you know, it, it's, and I, then I understood, but the way she said it, like, Oh no, I, I, I have to hear about it. I have to hear about you gain weight. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> gain five more pounds. Anthony. You, you, you are human. It makes me feel, but gosh, I love that. Like it's, it is. And that's why people like Batman over Superman because right. you know, it's Superman's easy to be. It's easy to be um, brave. If you're, you know, nothing can stop you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh, the reason Batman is my favorite superhero is because he's a regular guy. He's got no powers. He's got a utility right. belt. And that's the way I put it this week, too, like when I started talking about more what I'm doing. Because I really haven't talked about doing the macros and mm-hmm. and I've also added intermittent fasting into this. So I was about I should... to. I was I, I would like literally I'm just sitting in my head because I'm the science yeah. guy. So I'm like, I'm seeing where you're at right now. I'm like, ooh, I can give this you extra some advice. Stuff. I'm, ex- it's, I'm excited. It's, I look at it as just stuff for my utility belt that, mm-hmm. that's helping right. me lose weight. And I'm adding it into my form of, of ww and that's the thing too they always say my ww okay well this is really my ww this is how i'm doing it mm-hmm. and i'm pulling in things from every 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 area every facet of weight loss that i, I think and intermittent fasting i thought i would hate it because like if you're telling me i can only have like a, a window to eat i like to have food in my face 24 7 mm-hmm. and i remember the first day i was like oh this is gonna be horrible I honestly have never, I have not been starving where I, I felt like I was going to keel over once in two weeks. Right. That I've been doing mm-hmm. this. I love it. I think it's amazing. And who, lo- who knows how long I'll think this way, but it's, I, I do intermittent fasting right now. I, I do noon to eight. That's my, my I do 11, order. I do 11 to six or seven. Okay. Sometimes I'll do like a 17 hour fast. Um, Cause the, almost the big 18 thing, hours the other day. It, it's interesting. Cause like going in from my perspective, like from, the science I've done on it all. It's, it's interesting because it almost goes off of, and it's not completely true, but there's, there's some solid science where it's like calorie deficit. This is where I get so frustrated by these personal trainers. I just, Oh, it's just just calorie deficit. Shut up. No, it's bullshit. Because if that were true, then your class, like what happens with, with people that are morbidly obese, if it was just calorie deficit, the, the body adjust is its metabolism and it keeps lowering keeps lowering keeps lowering so if all you're controlling and all you're changing is your calories there is a point like for example um i have a big shtick with uh biggest loser because they just ruin the metabolisms of of these contestants because all they do is calorie count. They can they control them way too heavy. Obviously, they, never, they don't reverse diet afterwards. They don't reverse diet. They don't control anything, and they just like literally they have they have women that are post uh, and you oh, they lose 160 pounds in six months, eight months, woo! And they all relapse. Why? Because most of them they get down to their basal metabolic rate down to like 800 calories a day is yeah. their basal metabolic rate. So it's like. If they eat 900, they gain weight. Like that's a real thing. Yeah. And so it's like you have to that, – that's where it's, it's so much bigger than just 
calorie deficit. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was Gormy. Gormy had a contestant on his uh, podcast that really? was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, the guy after the show, the guy the guy would work out like an animal. He'd work out mm-hmm. like three to five hours a day. You know, he was eating right, whatever, and he gained back like a huge portion of the weight that he lost on the show. But he was doing everything the right way, yep. and it was just because, because they they crashed his metabolism. They never yep. reverse dieted him. He just he didn't understand why, and then he had to start all the way from the beginning again. Yeah. But knowing what he learned, now he could do it the right way. It's mm-hmm. better now. The show they've actually made some adjustments to it. Is it? Have they? Yeah. Um, Bob I don't Harper's like Jillian. Still, I'll call it Jillian Michaels right now because she's. No, a, she's going to do it. Bob Harper is the producer, yeah. and he hosts it now. He's not a trainer, but Jillian, they, Jillian's a schmuck. They dealt with a lot, and they dealt with the whole like a group thing too. They had like group meetings and stuff like the whole like kind of mm-hmm. like what ww does they had like people talking about their feelings and stuff like that really? and you know people they lost weight but it wasn't like that alarming yep you know right. but you know i i still but still though, people are upset about a 10 pound weight loss in a week like they wanted to lose more that that'll always freak me out and i know I, it's i yeah you know, that's one thing i like about ww <clears throat> is that the program's designed for you to lose one to two pounds a week which is very healthy very sustainable and it doesn't kill you while you're doing it. Like, you know, yeah. it's just that it just teaches you how to eat and it has. And that's another thing I take from it is that I have learned, you know, to portion out meals and to, to eat even with my eyeball and, and do things like that because of the point system and because of the weighing and the track and all that measuring. Yeah. So there's, there's good and there's bad. I think in any program, there's ups and downs and things you, you know, you could change with it. And I wish if I had, if I had a say um, in WW, I, I would make, the points a little lower, right? Especially that you know, because it goes by weight and height and age, mm-hmm. and the algorithms for me. I mean, to give me seventy-two points a day. I think oh, it's just, it's, it's, it's it. Yeah, it's the same thing. So with let me like, ask you something. Now yeah. that you now that you um, track everything and you and you do mm-hmm. the macros and you weigh out all your food, do you feel that there are some point values to certain foods that should be way different than what they are? Um, no, not nope. really. Uh, because what the point system is geared, and the point systems get the how you get a the point value is it's it's calories, saturated fat, sugar, and protein. Right. So, it's it pushes you to eat foods that are lower in saturated fat, lower in calories, higher in protein, less mm-hmm. sugar. So that to me is that's the relatively best, right. The best algorithm they've had so far. Okay. It used to be calories wasn't even a factor. Right. No, I know. Back when I did it, it, it was, was like, like calorie wasn't carbs, a thing. Carbs, yeah. protein, fiber. It was, it, fat wasn't even, what they did studies on. When they said, when you said you didn't have to count pet potatoes, I'm like, wait, you're telling me I could eat a one pound bag of potatoes and it's zero? No, you, I'm like, well, well that's what people well, te- think. Technically, yes. And that's what, I say it, I've been saying it on my podcast all the time and I tell people it's zero, not free. Right. So something zero points, it lets you kind of build a meal around it. Like if you want to have a potato with a piece of meat or fish, like if you have a steak, because some people, like if you're on purple, you get like 16 smart points for the day. So if you want to have a steak for dinner, that's seven points. What's a smart point? That's the whole, that's a point system. They call it smart points. Okay, no, but what's the extra points that you get? Weeklies. Okay, so how do I use my, sorry, I just, I just don't understand how it is. So how do I use my weeklies? If you use all your points for the day, Right. Dip into your weeklies. Okay, so that's like my yeah, bank account, kind of yeah, like that's which my. You don't really okay. want to do. You don't really want right. to do that. But let's just say, like you know, if you're on purple, you have less points, but you want to have a, a a nice steak, which is anywhere from like seven to twelve, thirteen points. Right. 
what purple allows you to do is, okay, you can have that and you can have the potato with it. Now, again, it, so it kind of works out that way. You could build the meal around a, a higher protein. Um, so it, it kind of like, it kind of equals out that way. But what I didn't like about it was that you didn't just tend to go to carbs more. Like mm-hmm. you know, I was saying before, you tend to go to carbs yeah. more. And what I like about the, the programs now, like I said, is that it's pushing you again to eat more foods that are higher in protein, right. calories, no sugar. 100%. Because when I grew up, I, I was a kid in the 80s and 90s. And you guys probably don't remember this. There was a company called Snackwells. Yeah. So Snackwells came out. Everything was fat-free. Yeah. And that's when I was a kid. And that's one of the reasons why I think America has such a problem now with obesity and diabetes is because these products that came out, they said everything was fat-free. Yeah. And the companies, you know, the, the sugar companies paid doctors to do these studies where, no, it's fat. Fat's the problem, which is not mm-hmm. fat. Saturated fat is the real problem. So these, these foods are loaded with sugar loaded with carbs and everything was like a hundred calories and actually an Oreo cookie is healthier for you than Snackwell cookie. Right. So that's what kind of people were pushing that towards too. And again, that's why the whole, where the zero point food started coming into effect with WW is because then all those hundred calorie packs came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when I first joined WW, yes. when I was like 23 an apple was two points, a hundred calorie pack was two points. Right. Now, most people, I would go with the apple because I like, I like apples, but, and I did those hundred calorie packs never did it for me because I need me. You know, I was eating 500 calorie packs at one time when I was yeah. on Weight Watchers and it was, you know, 10 points or whatever. So 10 points, people are like, right. so what would you, if you had two points left for the day, let's just say, and they put chocolate chip, hundred calorie packs, cookies, or an apple. Most people going with the apple. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. Most people go with the cookies. Well, no, cookies, going yeah. with the apple. Right. So then they made the apple zero smart points. So you, it's more, you're more likely to go towards it and push towards it and add it into, uh, so you have a, maybe like a balance. Right. Um, now, which is people, the one where grilled chicken is like zero points? That's purple and green. No, okay. purple, I'm sorry, purple and blue. Green okay. chicken is, has a point value. Okay. Not a high point value because it's very high in protein, very low Yeah, I'm about to say, I, I, that's, that's like my, what, I would almost put it zero because again, like it's, I always talk about protein in this sense where it's like, and this is where it goes in the cat where we're, it's it's not this again calories in calories out obviously to a point but macros and, and everything comes to play where there where right all right so if you go to a movie theater and you get a big large popcorn okay mm-hmm. and that popcorn it between carbs and fat is like twelve hundred calories those big large movie popcorns like twelve hundred calories Most massive massive and Most I don't know day. about you but I can eat a whole large bag of popcorn in a movie and be hungry afterwards or be hungry during it. Yeah, because it's carbs. It's just yeah. straight carbs. It's just fast, fast digesting carbs in and out, and and it messes with your insulin levels, all that kind of stuff. If you know how many chicken breasts is twelve hundred calories of baked chicken. Well, that's like, another reason why the how they got this the whole system yeah, is that it's like eight chicken breasts. <laughs> Try eating eight, that, eight chicken breasts. <laughs> the foods that are zero of foods that you're not likely to overeat. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, are you how how many eggs can you eat? Unless you're Paul Newman eating 50 eggs and your cool hand Luke, but like you can yeah. eat then, but I can eat like 17 pancakes, mm-hmm. right? Like real pancakes, oh. not the ones I make out of egg and yeah, yeah, Kodiak and cake bananas mix. and bullshit. Yeah, I'm saying if you go to IHOP, I can eat oh. a gajillion of their pancakes. Right? Oh, I could literally put down at least 50. But then I made pancakes this morning out of Kodiak cake mix, almond milk, 
<laughs> like that that's what it was really yeah, that was all that was mm-hmm. in it yeah heavy I had two of them and it, i was happy with it because it's yeah. it fills you it's protein it's yeah there's not a lot of carbs in it there's you know there's, there's too many there's not a lot of sugars in it right so things like that's where it pushes you towards and that's where mm-hmm. you know nothing's perfect i mean i think obviously you know i got to the point where it is important for me now to, to to pay attention to calories and to pay attention to carbs and fats and, and all that other stuff uh, i think I think anybody should pay attention to that because it's mm-hmm. it's for your overall health. We're not taught that though. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. And then um, a couple couple shticks that I'd put towards you to think about. Obviously, I, I like how you're looking at macros. I would even bust up your protein higher than 35. Personally, well, this is my first week doing it. Yeah, like I just started it, so I'm gonna. Is the this is kind of like a trial run? Yep. Um. I'm going to see what happens, you know, and, uh, isn't that awesome though? See, but you're, you can tell you're in a good place where it's like, Hey, this is the program. I'm right. going to try it. I'm going to see how it progresses to what I want. Yeah. I'm outcome focused and I'm just going to figure it out. That's, that's the way you know what you're doing sustainable. That's the way you know what you're, you're at a position where it's not like I need to make this program work. Cause if it doesn't work, I'm going to gain 400 pounds again. It's oh, like, no. oh, I mean, it, the worst thing, I'll, I'll gain a couple of pounds and I'll see how like, this goes for a couple of weeks. And you know what? That's probably the progression I'm going to have to make yep. as I keep going is lessening the carbs and fat yeah. and up in the protein. You know, now it's just kind of like, I don't, but I don't want to shock the system day one and yep. be like, okay, this is what it is. Cause if it doesn't work, then I'm back to square one. The person who gave me this plan, uh, they are a coach, a weight loss coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, because we're friends and everything, they never wanted to lay it all on the line and tell me, like, you know, but I was really frustrated the other night and mm-hmm. we were having a conversation said, listen, if you were my client, this is what I would, the plan I would give you. And she gave me 1,800 calories and okay. broke up my macro, broke it up that way. Because if you were starting me day one, this is what I would do. Okay. So I'll follow that and, you know, we'll, I'll see what happens. And uh, you know, down, I'll, I'll change it. I'm, I'm always willing to change. And that's the, the biggest thing too. This I was, I hate change in my yep. real life. Yep. Amen. I don't like anything changed in any, any situation, but with this, I am so adaptable to change things and I'm so willing to change things and try something different. And right. Because I don't want to go back to sitting on that mm-hmm. couch with the Chinese food and can't breathe and can't move. Right. So I, I, I'll try anything and, you know, who knows, maybe, the, you know, I'll have to adjust those uh, percentages. Of, you know, of course, as you lose weight with it, you're going to, I figured I would have to anyway. So mm-hmm. it's not something that's out of the question for me. Cool. Gotcha. Cool. No, hundred percent. I mean, that's where I remember Jod. I, so I, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for intermittent fasting, extended fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a five day fast every like three to five months. Wait, I'll like, do a, like not eating. Yeah, no, no food, just water for five days. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> How old I had are you? A, uh, I'm 28. Yeah, you could do that when you're 28. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be 41. I gotta get something in me. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to, to, you know. Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I'm telling well, babe, you, right? you know, who knows? I mean, because yeah. I'm, I'm pushing like some days. I push the, you know, from six. I'm supposed to. Do, I do 16 to 17, 18. But just uh, so you know, so put, Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson, before every yeah. golf tournament now, he does a three-day fast to lower the cortisol levels in his body to get yeah. himself as low. Next in- golf tournament I do, I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, right after I run a fucking triathlon, yeah. no problem. After I do the New York City Marathon, um, and then I go on the PGA Tour, maybe I'll do a three-day fast. Yeah. And then I, I wrestle at WrestleMania, and then we'll fucking... Yeah. Bad example, Phil Mickelson. He's totally unrelatable to anything I've ever done in my life. I'm, like, I'm a golfer, so I'm If just you like... would have told me, like, back in the day, Chris Farley did, like, a three-day fast before he did a movie, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see that. You know, you want to be flexible for some scenes, but... To, to start with Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I you love lost it. me at Phil Mickelson. <laughs> Listen, cuz four days before WrestleMania 3, Andre the Giant didn't eat a goddamn thing. Oh, okay. That beers. makes yeah, sense exactly. now. He yeah. wanted to be, you know, he has the bad back issue in the knees yeah. like I have, right. and he wanted yeah. to do. Okay, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. He got me with that. That's how yeah, exactly. Me. That's how I get him, you know? If Andre did it, it's good enough for me. Yeah. You oh, lost yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. Did, Phil Mickelson. Why do you tell me what Kevin Durant does? I want to know what he did before. You know, what is. The tiniest legs I've ever seen on, on a professional athlete. What does he do? I wonder why he's a Achilles snapper so off, his, off his ankle. Oh, my God. Thank we're you going back to I it. appreciate <laughs> you, Anthony. Thank you for that. All right. Oh, we're yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm, Anthony, just so you know, we're going to make a bet. And I don't know what the bet's going to be, but my, but my bet, if I win, we're going to have bet. to do a three-day fast. So we need to make a bet. I don't know what the bet is. Okay. Well, I don't know what you're going to want if you win. But my side of the bet is if I win, you have to do a three-day three day fast. Listen, the odds are really in your favor, Anthony, because he tried to do the same bet with me and he lost. Okay. So I didn't <laughs> have to I do anything. I bet I want some of that uh, the no-taste pasta he's pushing over there. Yeah, that's fine. I'll give, you, I'll give you pasta anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it has bad taste, so go fuck it. Yeah, the red lentil pasta. No-taste pasta. He eats like pasta. Oh, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> that's the best thing you can say about it. <laughs> Uh, I st- I'm still looking back at it going, I said Phil Mickelson. I, I thought Phil Mickelson was going oh, to get gonna you. Kill- he's going to kill me on my own podcast. Gonna <laughs> I know. It was different when you were on mine, right? It's like, it's like, I was real, it's like business, Anthony. This is, yeah. no, this is com- you're getting the comedian, Anthony, right now. That's fine. I like it. You could come on the show every week if you want. Um, so, but I think what we really need to talk about, though, is fucking journey. We need to talk about your journey. Eventually, you walked in. You know, you hit rock bottom. Where we are talk we about now? the journey? We got the whole. We got the whole A to Z, and we got the, we got the snippets in between. All right. All right, you you guys you guys talked it. I, I think we talk more about. I live a very boring life, though. If you want to fill in between, there's not much. It's, there's, I go to I went to comedy shows. I went to the diner. Ten years. Uh, that was <laughs> all right. This is a complete. This is a complete. Uh, what was tangent. your order at the diner? Ooh. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Um, I would get uh. One of them was the bacon cheeseburger, cheese fries, yeah, soda. Um, I used to like to get a lot of pancakes. And like one night I was at the, uh, the diner with a comic buddy of mine and I had like chocolate chip pancakes with butter syrup. Oh, yep. Now we're on to something. Whipped, whipped cream, a ham steak and sausage. And I, I had like a, I, th- I almost passed out at the table. I was like, I was like, he's talking to me. All. My eyes like rolling in the back of my head. He's like, you're going to die better coma at the table. I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I can't, I can't concentrate. Literally my, so IHOP was one of our go-tos when we were kids. Uh, and when I mean kids, I mean like 16 to 21. Um, and my go-to IHOP meal was a large stack of the chocolate chip double chocolate pancakes with the buttermilk syrup and a appetizer sampler which okay. was the grilled the the or the uh with chicken strips onion rings and mozzarella sticks so my my i used to get a lot of fast food i was a big and i and the crazy thing is i'm not crazy about fast food but it was just it's delicious i mean and now i think about it but at any of the chains any of the the burger chains you could think of my order was always two or whatever double bacon cheeseburgers they had 
Uh, then I get like whatever that chicken nugget meal is, because then you can supersize that with the soda and you get the large fries with it. And uh, so now you have, you have two burgers, you have fries, nuggets, drink, and then I get two desserts. That was always like the, the go I never got the desserts though. I never thought yeah. they were good. I, mean, I was never a dessert guy. Apple pot. I was, that was what things. I was going to say. That was the only thing that was good. came out with cookies. I mean, come on. There was some good stuff there. Yeah. The Burger, the Burger King pies used to be good. That was about it. But Apple like, pies McDonald's. what was your, um, what was your, uh, when you used to go to like, when you used to get pizza and shit like that? What, pizza, what that? I'm pretty traditional with that. It's either plain, Sicilian. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I, I figured that. I mean, how many slices? Sorry. Oh, let me. At least minimum four. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. As long as I thought we were in the same pool. You're not starting eating pizza until you have four slices. That's you're not, right. You didn't really get. You didn't, right. get you didn't, you didn't eat pizza. You were a fat unless you had a minimum of four. You didn't. You didn't. You like that's like the warm up. Like it's like you know it's a preseason. Yeah. It's four. Yeah. Four. Then then you're in it. Like four games yeah. and then you're in. It. It's like that's how it was. But like it, you know, I love pizza. That's and Me too. I don't miss it as much as I thought I would. I mean, I have it here and there, but like pizza was always like a big thing. Like especially like when I was younger, we used to go to punk rock shows a lot. I used to go yeah. to a lot of punk rock shows and. We get to Penn Station after the show, and we go to Mama Rose's right by mm-hmm. where the Long Island Railroad is. And the slices there were like they were just huge. Yeah, triangles. huge slices. Yeah. I get to, I could always get two of like that with like with a ziti on it. So it's like you know now you have it. And I don't know how I made it home alive after yeah. you know. You are you I like sleep on the train like oh my god I hope I don't wake up for <laughs> Belmore I don't think I'm gonna do it. So like I miss pizza. Don't get me wrong. I haven't had a real slice of pizza in five years. Um, yeah. When I really miss pizza is during Lent because that's all my family eats on Wednesdays and Fridays for no meat. It's oh, just I say, I pizza, pizza, pizza. On, on, I, on Lent. I'm a bad well, guy. I eat the meat. I, I have a deal with God. You know, we sat down yeah. a long time ago. I said, listen, Jay, this is how I'm going to do it. You know, you're going to still let me in. I'm going to lose all the weight and I'll see you when I get up to taste. No problem. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the thing. That's uh, what else you going to eat. I mean, you right. eat that lentil pasta. You're just going to fast the day. What day? Who's day? Who's day? <laughs> Who's day? I don't you're know what day. That, you're going to fast that day. What's the big deal? It's going to be a fast day because it's going to be good food. Uh, what's wrong with fasting, guys? Come on. There's nothing. I'm doing the intermittent fast. No, I'm like I'm inter- I intermittent fast. I don't, I don't eat until like 1.20 in the afternoon. No, I'm just fucking The amount of people, it is a very rare case when I tell someone I do a five-day water fast every few months. They look at me like, oh, that's really cool, man. Can I really Can I put into perspective for you Why a guy like myself Maybe Anthony too Why we don't really do the fast thing Because our grandmothers used to come into our bedroom When there was nothing to do And be like hey I just made fucking uh, prosciutto On a fucking Italian roll Do you want it? Yeah of course I want it I'm fucking bored It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon I just had lunch 35 minutes ago But yeah I'm hungry I have like memories of my grandmother coming home from work um, and I'd be like, Grandma, I want apple pie. And she would just yeah. go make an apple pie. Like, yeah. That kind of thing. It's yeah, like, it's so- not a thing for me. No. Mine no. was just a, it was a, a walk-in pantry the size of a bedroom full of Reese's peanut butter cups. I can deal with that. Yeah, it was just naughtiness. I can, I can just, get down with that. Oh, yeah. my, I, literally, I'm not kidding you. Our pantry was almost the size of this fucking room. Pe- peanut butter is like, that's another thing. I love anything peanut butter. Chocolate mm-hmm. peanut butter, peanut butter yeah. pies, anything with peanut butter, ice cream, peanut butter. Peanut um, butter is so dangerous because it's just so much calories so quick. You know, what, you know what I've been looking at this whole time? This whole other topic. Why do you have a dry erase board on your wall? Why do oh. I? Oh. <laughs> are, like, are you, I, are you I, like I, a head of a sales team or something? 100%. Yeet. Oh. <laughs> I got to draw it's everything out. It's vision board. 
Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's like my goal board. Me, so I have I have all my different stuff on there, my social media stuff, podcast okay. stuff, coaching I never plans, saw like a, I never saw like a, a dry oh, erase yeah. board in someone's room before. So oh, I'm, I'm a huge dry erase board guy. Okay. I, I draw everything out. Sorry off topic. Just, I've been looking at the whole time. I'm like, what is he? Like, running a, not me. And those, and those are my pictures when I went to Rome. I went to Rome back in the day with my dad. That's what those are. The honky tonk man. You autographed it. Kevin Nash. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to his house. Oh, you like that? Wow. Hey, that's you guys and the wrestling. You know how salty I am. What? You don't like wrestling? That's your no, because I was supposed to go to fucking. Oh, that's right. I was supposed to. uh, You're supposed to be at Mania this year. I was supposed to Mania this year. I had I I, I had down I had floor seats at Mania this year. Floor seats. You missed out on that, bro. But listen, David. The good the good news is not only did you miss it, everybody missed. Everybody missed it. Yeah, well, I have I have stories for these actually. See, so, well, they're blue because of SmackDown, but they're actually because of WW. W, yeah, that's what I figured. So two years are t- my me and my friend Nick's two year anniversary on WW. Um, Nick hadn't hit a hundred pounds yet, and I felt that he should get something for hitting two years. Right. So I went out and bought the tag team titles, and he's got one. I got one. That's incredible. Okay. And then uh, my three year anniversary, I got this for myself on WW because of the WW and the, the logo yeah. was blue when they made it blue. So that's the stories behind those. I also have other belts. There's a, there's that's incredible. Belts I, 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 I didn't tell you this on your, uh, when we did your podcast, but when uh, I got my um, when I got my gastric sleeve done, uh, when I woke up from surgery, my best friend showed up and he showed up with the old five plate WCW uh, United States title, uh, oh, like fifteen. Dude, it like it was still made by Figures Inc. when WCW was around, so it has like yeah. the copyright 2001 on it. Oh, it's great. He he gave me like four different um, uh, signatures. I forgot who they were, and then he gave me a one of I think it's one of one thousand signed Rowdy Piper Toy Fair figure. Oh man, which is like the highlight of my collection right now. And I have Piper I have a fan? lot of stuff. I love Piper. I do. I, mean, I love Piper. Did I even tell you my Piper story. No, I would love okay. to hear your Piper story. So, uh, Piper, um, I met him a couple of times just through going to Monster Mania. And also, uh, the second time I met him was the last time I met him because he passed away uh, not too long after that. Uh, yeah. My buddy Dan Barry, who I mentioned before on my podcast, was wrestling in uh, Deer Park. Yeah. And Piper was there doing Piper's Pit. Oh, okay. So, I, th- I think it's about 2011 or 12 is the year. And so, I'm online waiting to meet him again. And yeah. I see the person who's like handling the line and stuff, leaning and telling him something and kind of looking at me. So when I get over to him, he's like, uh, so you're a comedian, huh? And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, this guy told me you were a comedian. So I look over, he goes, yeah, I've seen you at the, the local clubs. You're hilarious. And Piper pulled me aside. We had like a 10 minute conversation about comedy, like stand up and That's stuff. Awesome. He asked me all these questions and I didn't know it then, but he was getting into stand up comedy. Yeah. I'm not taking any kind of credit. It was just cool, though, that for a few minutes, this guy who I looked up to and I thought was one of the greatest ever was picking my brain about what I do. That's awesome. And I I always think about that. Like, and I didn't know it at the time until after I found out he was doing comedy, why he was asking me these questions. I thought it was weird. Right. I just thought maybe he was hammered and he was asking me weird questions about it. But he, uh, no, he he was asking me all these questions about comedy and how I go into a joke, how do you go out of a joke, which process of writing a joke. Yeah. And it was really cool to to have that conversation with Roddy Piper because I still believe to this day he's one of the greatest of all time and deserved a title run. Oh, I believe that too. 
But, yeah. you know, as they say, you know, the title doesn't make the man. The man makes the title. So he didn't need yeah, it. Yeah, but I think he would have been like that. I mean, because WWFE, whatever, whatever the time, they didn't do a lot of heel runs with champions. No, it was, no, because uh, it was a heel factory to fight Hogan. So that's what yeah. it was. And WCW is the opposite. The, the heel was always the champion. And yeah, always, yes. And then finally, they, it led up to that one match where they finally got it, you know, the, the baby face finally won. But, yeah. I mean, they built that company on Flair. Flair was the biggest heel ever. The biggest all. heel ever, yeah. 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 Nope. Everyone, everyone chased Flair for the title, and mm-hmm. then Hogan just defeated the world and took over. Hulk yeah, exactly, pose. guys. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you you're still here? Oh, my bad. Oh, hey, I thought you were drawing on your board over there. Yeah. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me just. This is girl told me I had the best male ass ever. There you go. That's for you. People, people stopped listening to this podcast about there 25 minutes go. ago. That's, We're all by ourselves. When he mentioned now. male ass, I think he, uh, they, they, people checked out about his great male ass that he's got. Oh, so, yeah. So I do, have, I do have a really, I have a couple of really cool wrestling stories that me and you could talk about in person. But one of the coolest was uh, recently, maybe like, mm, I don't know, the month before pandemic, we booked the Ascension at NYWC. <clears throat> oh, awesome. And we booked them out in Brooklyn. Uh, for Outlaw, it was their uh, their first indie gig ever. Like both of them have never worked the indies before. I think I think Victor did FCW for like a little while, and then he got signed. Whatever the whole game, yeah. the whole deal was. So I had met the Ascension, um, the SummerSlam where they debuted for SmackDown. So do you remember that Tuesday after SummerSlam they finally yes. got pulled up? So I met them. I I had seen them at Mohegan Sun. They were booked at Mohegan. Um, you know, I got to meet them. I talked to them for like 2.5 seconds. I had a picture with both. So now we booked them. They're at, they're at Outlaw. They're at NYWC. Now, my, one of my best friends is my trainer, Bull James. So one of his favorite things to do is kind of tell people my story, even when I don't really want him to. He just loves to kind of do it. So he, he knows that I met them and I have a picture with them. So he turns around to Connor and he's telling Connor, oh, yeah, listen, you've met John before. And Connor goes, how the fuck have I ever met him? You know, this is the first time I'm ever here. How have I met him? So I take out my phone and I show him the picture of me at 500 pounds with him when he first got signed. And he's like, holy shit. Like, this is a fucking blast from the past. Like, you look amazing, but look at me. He goes, look how fucking young I look. <laughs> so, so I put the two. So we took a picture in the bar, whatever. We were drinking all night. So we took a picture together. I put the two pictures together as a side by side. And I sent it to him. I texted him because, uh, you know, I have, I have Connor's number from uh, oh, the Ascension. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So, uh, so he put it on his Instagram, which was probably the coolest thing, you know, for me ever. I was like, this is the next day. But, you know, it was just, it's just cool. Like, you know, I, I, I've always looked up to all these guys. And now I have the opportunity to kind of share with them my story as to why I'm there and, Absolutely. you know, how I got yeah, there absolutely. and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it's cool. You know, very we kind cool. of have a very similar story. You know, you lost weight and got yourself a title belt. I lost weight and got myself a title belt. You became a, a professional wrestler. I just, you know, buy the, buy the belts. That's all I did. <laughs> you could become a professional wrestler. I'll let you uh, announce I, I, me. I, 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 I'll let you announce me. You, yeah, if you want to manage me, I, I kind of know P.I. Pulls. I love it. Okay. I always tell Dan Barry when I manage him, he goes, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. He goes, I could talk. I'm like, all right. I just want to be by the freaking so, ring. I the last time I managed, I got spit on and flipped off by a seven year old. Yeah, and I it was the highlight of my life. So I had to play it off, obviously, the whole time I'm outside. You know, these kids are screaming in my face, and I, I'm at the barricade, and I turn around, and this kid hocks a loogie, bro, right in my face. Like I'm oh. fucking hits me right here, right, and he's like, "Go fuck yourself." This kid's like seven, so I'm working, whatever. Match ends. I go to the back, 
And I'm like, yo, this fucking seven-year-old flipped me off and spit on me. I'm so fucking over. It's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I'm like, I fucking made it. He fucking can't stand me. So, yeah, that's wrestling, guys. So if you ever want to get spit on by seven-year-olds, you should definitely become a professional wrestler. <laughs> anyway, right, we're going gonna to wrap yeah, this up we, with two questions. The, the, right. the, way that, the way that we always do. Anthony, I have one very important question for you right now. If you can go back in time and talk to Anthony at 12 years old, what is something that you would tell him not knowing what you know now? Uh, really, let take, take care of yourself. Um, yeah. Especially the, you know, because not far from 12, at 16, I tore my cartilage in my knee and I had to have surgery and I took part of the, the cartilage out and it kind of, well, I have arthritis now at 41 with the added weight, but really just like as I was getting into football and sports like that, because that's really where I kind of went away from playing sports. Stick with it, get healthy, start, you know, take care of yourself. And, right. you know, cause I was, I was a decent athlete and I kind of lost all that as I started gaining weight. I just told myself, you know, just immerse yourself more in sports that you like and find, you know, a, a workout that you like, even at 12 years old, just, just keep moving. Mm -hmm. I love that. Now, my last question for you, Anthony, is if you could give three pieces of advice to people listening at home, what are those three pieces of advice? Uh, you, one thing that my mom always told me, in this world, you're never too old to do anything. And I think a lot of people kind of like, well, I'm too old to do this. I'm too old to lose weight. I'm too old to do anything. You're not. Right. Um, never give up. It's cheesy. Right. And, but it's you can't fail if you never give up. It's, it's absolutely the truth. I, I believe in that a hundred percent. I always tell people that like, if you, you, the only way you do fail is by not giving up. And one thing I, I put on a lot of my posts is keep moving forward. Today happened done with, you can't change it. You can't change the past. Cause I spent a lot of my, my, my twenties and thirties wishing I could change the past. With everything, with, with not even just with weight, but with relationships and jobs and, and everything else. Right. I always felt like I made the wrong decision. And I dwelled on that. And I, I got myself in, you know, not in a good headspace with that. So my thing now is I just keep moving forward. Today happened. And I think it's one of the reasons why I can get through a bad weigh-in or a bad week is because it's over. I can't change it. It's done with. All I can right. do is I can take care of tomorrow. So just keep moving forward. Right. Love that. I love that a lot. Thank you. And uh, Anthony, um, where can we find you on social media? You can follow me on Instagram at ComicAnthonyD. That's probably the best place to go. I put everything up there and I'm loving it over there. Yeah. So ComicAnthonyD. Uh, you can also like, listen, and subscribe to the WW Bro podcast since he won't promote his own shit. I'll do it for him. Don't worry, kid. I got you. And uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And hey, guess what? I have an episode on there that you'll probably enjoy. And if you episode one thirty one, yeah, one, episode one thirty one. Wow. What what episode are we on there, Toots? Wait, what, David? Right what, now? Yeah. Yes, right now. Wait, the podcast you host and a part physically of right now. I think this, this is this is uh. 14 or 15. All right, folks. Well, you, thank you for joining us for episode 15 of the ALG podcast. I am your co-host, John Arpino, otherwise known as J-Arp's Journey. I want to thank my partner in crime today, Fit underscore D-Rock, David Roden, for joining us today. With the greatest and our ass. special, special, special guest, the one, the only, comic Anthony D. Domenico. I really appreciate you coming on. I know oh, this is a blast, man. I had so much fun. Absolutely blessed. So thanks. Go fuck yourself. Have a great day. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Do that thing that we like on social media and leave us a review. And if you want to, join the LG community. If not, we'll talk to you later. Have a good day, everyone. I still have a great ass. <laughs>